0: Hi, I'm Allie.
1: And I'm Jillian.
0: Welcome to Why Watch, where we watch, ponder, and then discuss some of the more questionable movies that lay just outside the mainstream. And
1: to keep up with our most recent episodes, make sure to follow us on Twitter at watch underscore why.
0: everyone. (laughs) Welcome to our first podcast. I'm Allie. And I'm Jillian. Today we're going to be reviewing the movie Boyhood, exploring some of the themes and what we thought about it. If you haven't seen it, Boyhood is a film about Mason Jr. It takes you from the age of about, what, five? Yeah, he's like five years old to like 18 or so.
1: And I think the really cool thing that makes this film different from others is this film is shot over 12 years. Like, not in the film, but literal 12 years of shooting with the same actors throughout. So you actually get to watch the characters grow up on screen. So that's that was pretty cool,
0: right? Like, yes. But it was... It was a long movie. It was like three hours. It is a long movie. And (laughs) what we found interesting is that we both seem to be pretty entertained and pulled in the whole time. So that's going to be kind of our overarching question for the day is what makes an indie artistic film that is three hours long, which is much longer than any of our attention spans these days. So (laughs) captivating to where you can sit there and watch it.
1: Yeah, so I think, for me, one of the things that really stood out was how normal they made everything. It was more like we were peeking in on someone's lives. There was no climax, no huge problem of, like, they're losing a family business or someone has cancer. (laughs) It was kind of very average. They went bowling, or they went to school, or their mom got remarried, which made it more relatable. That's what kind of drew me in. They would have references of like music from when we were kids and TV shows and even like little Game Boys. So I think it was like I was waiting for it each year to see something different, like the head soldier boy and just like it <laughs> made me right. think of sixth grade.
0: Yes, because <laughs> like, that was the sixth grade if you're anywhere near the millennial age. But yeah, for me, n- the nostalgia, I think, played a huge mm-hmm. part. Very interesting that it not only was it the same characters, but it was the same actors. So you're literally seeing the same boy, as well as his sister, as well as the mom, and the dad, and all of the husbands that she goes through. Just the fact that uh, there wasn't like one point of climax, it was all very interesting events that happened, and the fact that they were relatable and you could very much see yourself obviously not going through the same exact situations and familial issues that they were going through. but. At the same time, we can all relate to growing up through elementary school, middle school, high school, and into college and everything that that brings with it.
1: Yeah, and I think it's not even necessarily limited to just boyhood. like. Mason, who the story's kind of focused on, but honestly, any of the characters from the sister, Samantha, the mom, Olivia, or even Mason Sr., the dad. So it could have been called fatherhood or girlhood or mom days, or I don't know. (laughs) Like, because you don't even just see him grow up, you see these other characters. Like, the mom is, like you said, a single mom and just going through all these struggles of like having to pay the bills and make sure they're going to school. And then she's balancing her own social life of her going back to school and her getting remarried and a big mess. And then it gets to the point where it's like Mason's day to go off to college. And she's like, what am I living for now? Mm -hmm. Like they're out of the house. I have, what do I do? What, this is what I've worked for so long. So... I think definitely an interesting way to look at it. It's just not right. about him. It's about these other characters. But yeah. I don't know. What do you think like the benefit of using the same characters over 12 years was?
0: I think it was just very different and in, in the first place. So I think that's what got a lot of people to watch the film. Mm-hmm. I think also with the experience of watching it, you kind of wonder what is going to happen next. And as... You catch on to the fact that they switch through scenes without really putting dates or markers on it. It just abruptly Mm -hmm. changes. It starts to become interesting to see all of the physical differences. Yeah. As well as seeing the personality differences. But even just noticing, oh, he is growing out his hair. Oh, now he's got piercings. Now he's painted his nails. And that's a whole other personality. (laughs) Exactly. It's a whole personality difference. So... I just think that's unique to follow the same family. You almost just feel like you're, you know, experiencing it with them. And I think that the characters being the same helps with that.
1: I don't know about you, but like when I got to the end of the film and he's just sitting out in like the desert with his new roommate for college and his friends... It kind of just leaves the story open and you're like, well, wait a minute. What (laughs) They're like, no, you're leaving. You're like the mom, like when the first day of college, like he actually leaves and you feel like you've actually watched him grow up in front of your eyes, like a parent or a friend. And then it actually feels like you're part of it. Yes.
0: And that's, I think my main point about what did the director and the cast do so well that I was captivated for three hours is the fact Mm -hmm. that the end was extremely left open during the film and the different situations that they went through since there wasn't a peak point mm-hmm. and no one was rushing or pushing for that peak point, peak point like so many movies are these days you it really leaves a lot open lended itself to instead of just consuming and just mindlessly watching this film really experiencing it with them it turned out to be much more of an experience because it was left so open that I could see my own story or insert my own story or really get to thinking like you're experiencing it with them because it was such, yeah. such an open film in a good way. Interpretation, I think, was, yeah...
1: I think experience is a great word yes. to describe it. Because yes. when I think about like watching a Hallmark movie, I'm like, wow, I'm having mm. such a great experience with this movie. <laughs> like, like right. you don't think that. No, you don't <laughs> at all. Like, you know the setup of the movies. They're very, mm. like, cliche and they're very out there, like, guilty pleasures. Because you know that they're not realistic. The girl is on her own and she's got her first big girl job and like she's in the city and then she meets a boy and they yep. hate each other they come together and then he has this big dark secret mm-hmm. the last 15 minutes of the movie they have like a falling out they have 15 minutes to, to make up because you know they're gonna be together yep. at the end of the movie like that's exactly. just how it always is and this one mm-hmm. i think just mm-hmm. so realistic and so the
0: complete opposite yeah, yeah that you were like
1: i have no idea what's gonna happen exactly next. like
0: i say that a lot but It was amazing. Yeah. It was was such a change of pace. And it was actually, it really was just so nice to just take those three hours and not have to know every single thing that's coming at you. Yeah. It made the experience much better.
1: I thought that was really cool. So would you think that the film represented a fairly universal perception of what it's like to grow up as a boy or what it's like just growing up? We didn't go through the exact same things that he went... Through growing up, but, like... You could identify
0: with every stage.
1: Yeah. Like, the awkward middle school years Mm -hmm. and, like, high school, like, your first relationship and...
0: Mm -hmm. uh, The end of that relationship. Yes. (laughs) Oh, my gosh.
1: And you think, like... (laughs) It's so cheesy, but, like, you're in high school and yeah. you think, this is it. This is my But it was also
0: so nice to see. Yes, you know, he grew up and grew past that just as we all have. And it was just, that's a whole other element to it is society hates to talk about things, you know, that are uncomfortable. And you kind of get to watch him go through all of these the uncomfortable. uncomfortable things. <laughs> him and his whole family, it's always that stage of uncomfort. So, yeah, I think that's a pretty universal representation. I think they did a good job with that.
1: To go forward with that, the aging versus growing up concept.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: We can physically see them aging and getting older, but we also see the parents. Like, the parents do some growing up. Mason Sr., when he first starts out, he's got like that Mustang, and he's like the cool dad, and smokes cigarettes, and he just takes some bowling maybe once a month. And then halfway through the film, you see that he's married, got rid of his Mustang or his convertible, and he now traded in for a minivan. You just see this big 180. It's not about just the kids growing up, it's the parents too. So
0: to show that they're not perfect. Yeah, you never stop growing. That's something I (laughs) figured out shortly, (laughs) shortly after I came to college. I think a lot of times you think about like a stopping point and just like being comfortable with life and you're like, oh, once I get there, but what I've learned more and more and what I think this movie did a good job of showing, again, how realistic that it really is. you never stop at, you never stop. yeah, I've like I just like thought of that just yeah, now. like
1: it just like hit me. I'm not even kidding.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it's so true. Oh. and it could have gone a completely other way. yeah, they paid a lot of attention to detail, like you said, pulling out songs and pop culture mm-hmm. references depicting the whole familial unit. Yeah, and just
1: nostalgia. Like while you're yeah. watching, you're like, "Oh yeah, I remember when single ladies
0: came out." Right, and yeah, it was just, it was just very, not only kind of pinpointed his change, but also the whole families was like again just very relatable, and you could you could see your own story in that. Yeah, So they did a good job. They did yeah. a good job with that. I did a little
1: background research on the director. I want to mess it up. It's Richard Linklater. Yes, okay. Link ladder, link ladder, tomato, tomato. Okay. <laughs>
0: yeah. <that's> okay.
1: okay. <laughs> Sorry, Richard. Um, <laughs> we know you're listening to this. Because this is a super popular podcast. <laughs> exactly. We went straight to the top. Exactly. In our first straight episode. Chop to charts. <laughs> But he he talked about, in an interview, how he put some of his personal experiences into mm-hmm. this story. I know I can, like, relate to having divorced parents, but then again, I don't know what it's like to have siblings. So, like, you have siblings. Mm-hmm. You have a brother, right? Yes. You can probably see some of that where, like, you love your brother, but then there's times where you just want to pull oh, your yeah. hair out from running around. Oh, just, like, yeah. Stealing each other's toys. I don't know. I'm like... I'm just like... I don't know. I just was an only child. (laughs) Now I'm just curious. What? Okay, if this movie was still going or if we were still following their lives...
0: What would he be? What would Mason, Mason be yes, doing? Yes. what was he? Well, like he's close to our age, right? Yeah, I'm about to turn twenty one. Okay, or twenty two. Oh my God, I'm twenty one right now. <laughs> See, we're growing you know, up. We're seniors. Aging. Seniors in college. Yeah. So he was about to be a freshman in college. He's like an year. When the movie ended.
1: So since. he's like a year older than us, then, because it came out in 2014. Right. Okay. So then he'd probably be out. What kind of job do you think he'd have? <laughs>
0: I don't know, like... Because he's a
1: photographer, but, like, everyone, like, you change your major, you know? Right. Like, you were saying it yourself, like, we never stop growing. Yeah, it's he like had stages. all those
0: four years of college to get through when the movie ended and they left us. Yeah. Is Mason an actor? Like, did they find him <laughs> as a young prodigy actor? <laughs>
1: They're like, wow, this guy is so natural. It's like he's been doing it for 12 right? years. It's, right?
0: Like, if Mason had a change of heart and he's now acting in things now. I could see him I as a
1: writer. See. Yeah, Something anything artsy. creative. Yeah,
0: because right? he's just got all this... And very deep and philosophical. Like, yeah. He's got some stuff going on in his head. He's probably living in Europe. Oh, yeah. Sitting at a little coffee table writing mm-hmm. about
1: philosophy there it
0: is and he'll come out with like a novel in like five more years and it's and going it to be called manhood.
1: Exactly. manhood wait the next 12 years yes that
0: From- would be amazing <gasps>
1: we are going to create a sequel we Please. gotta call it- we got Linklater. This. link later link link later wow <laughs> He's going to hate me now. <laughs> if you're listening to this, we have an idea for your sequel.
0: <laughs> It'll make you millions. No, honestly, though, because I would be so interested in that. And yeah. The movie really stayed with me after I stopped watching it. I know. And I think sometimes, like, not a lot of movies do that. I feel very personally connected and invested in yeah. this man's life and his family's life. Did Olivia, his mom, settle down? Like, did she finally find a man worthy? Did she, like... Did she
1: living i don't know i just picture her going out like dt like Mm -hmm. the athens like me too (laughs) like she's drinking her martini at the end of the bar and like guys come up to her and she's like i'm good i'm i'm living my life life with my
0: ladies i hope so (laughs) that's what i wish for olivia i think it'd be cool
1: if like the sequel was actually him as the dad and then it Who was knows? like maybe they're filming
0: again. this right now. Maybe they've been filming it for the past twelve years. They just and keep going We don't know.
1: They just keep going like they do his whole life. Right.
0: I think I think that would be Mason, if not, come out with a novel, we're counting on you. Yeah.
1: What's his real name? Wait. <laughs> Eller not. Coltrane. Coltrane? What a what a name.
0: Yeah. <gasps> with the- Is he in Thirteen Reasons Why? Wait no. Okay. Where <laughs> is a, it? He looks like I know he's typical guy in all the Netflix.
1: Yes, he does. Or is it Riverdale? I can't keep. He oh, he looks like the redhead from Riverdale. Maybe that. Yep, yep. Yep. That's what I. Yep. Was, yep. I confused the two. <laughs> sorry, Eller. <laughs> yeah. Um. Wow. He's really short. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Well. Oh, well. Sorry. <laughs>
0: I think the thing that really kept me sitting for those three hours is just the experience of it. You weren't just mindlessly consuming your packaged snacks that you eat through your whole can of Pringles. It didn't leave me feeling nasty or (laughs) grimy or like a weird too much action kind of, like, sticking on me. Like it a tub very... of ice
1: cream later after right. watching a season of The Office. Just,
0: yes. It just it, it just assumes it's ready for your
1: next episode, and you're, like, doing other stuff. You're on social media. Like, you're, you're on Instagram mm-hmm. scrolling
0: while you're watching. With all, most of the media that's out today, you don't have to pay attention, and you can be doing yeah. all those things at once because you know exactly what's going to happen. And there's so much action packed in, and the main concern is keeping you entertained for the hour and a half yeah. of the movie but with this film it was they weren't concerned with that yeah and yet they did it in such a good way they took a hot minute to mm-hmm. make it like and it was 12
1: good. whole years yeah <laughs> but you're right yeah if you haven't seen this movie just set aside a measly
0: three hours <laughs> Not that much time. It's really nice. I did it, though, and it was really so worth it, you guys. And yeah. it, you'll feel very refreshed coming out of it. For me to say that, that's big because this is really the first high cinema film. It, it's a good starter. You should watch it. You won't feel stuffed. (laughs) You won't feel stuffed. I think with just like the fast
1: paced world, this is good. Like if you think about it, if you, I don't know, like a Netflix show or if you're watching The Office, that's probably like six episodes, Mm -hmm. like six episodes of The Office, which you'd watch watch anyway. Exactly. Because how many times have you sat on Netflix and like, oh shoot, I just watched an entire season or it's like the series is over and you're like, how did time go by? And this is the same thing. You can easily do it. It's just taking the time and mm-hmm. really just slowing down from our fast-paced world of our jobs, our work, you know, school, social media, and just go, 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 go. Just take those three hours. Yeah. It'll be fun. Honestly,
0: better for it.
1: <laughs> we're going to have a Twitter page, and we'd love to hear y'all's feedback on this. Yeah, Just to know. You can, you can trash talk it. We're down. We want to know your opinions. I'd love it. Now, we want to keep this going. Yes. Like,
0: what do you want to watch next, next week? What are, you, what are you feeling? So, I think I noticed watching this film that I really wasn't, like, distracted by my screens or picking up yeah. things. A movie that got a lot of talk as far as, like, artificial intelligence is mm-hmm. her. So, I think that would be kind of interesting. Ooh. What I, do you think? That sounds... Can you tell me, like, a little bit about it? Just give me, like, a so, little,
1: little snippet. Give me a little <laughs> mini trailer. Her.
0: So... <laughs> It's about a man who, long story short, ends up falling in love with his very advanced, what we can compare to a Siri. Oh. But what? very what? advanced <laughs> Siri. I know, and this is why you have to watch it, because at first you're like, what? And then you watch it, and you're almost like, could this be humans Us? in 20 years? Like Black
1: Mirror, like the show right. that's like, the idea of Black Mirror is really out there, but also... Very close to reality and focused on technology.
0: And that's why it's so
1: scary. Next week, watch her. Tune in with us to the the chit chat. Yes, Yes. join the convo. Signing off. Jillian, this is Allie. Bye. Bye.